Blackfield from Low Seven Thinkers. Thank you for tuning to L3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Monday, July 4th, 2022, Independence Day to be exact. And this is episode 1540. This info governance board is back, and green energy is incredibly dirty. Before I proceed, you could find me on multiple social media sites and podcast channels. Plus, I'm on te- um, Telegram. I say I to say Twitter, but same thing. <laughs> I'm on Telegram, so we do just follow. Just uh, type in Loki Luck number three, Ro- Ro- Loki Luck Roman number three, or Loki Luck Roman number three podcast. If you want to contact me, go to Loki Luck number zero three at protonmail.com. If you want to donate, go to cash.app and paypal.me forward slash Loki Luck number three. Yeah, I just got this telegram announcement about a horrific event that happened in Highland Park, Illinois. So far, six dead, 24 hospitalized after mass shooting at July 4th parade. And according to this, um, the suspect looked for a suspect between 18 and 20. Claimed he was um, on the roof shooting at assailants. Cowardly is that. Attacking innocent people. One of you is a hired gun or a tyrannical piece of garbage. You can say that. Could this be done by design? I don't know. It is possible. But they want to put the fear in the people on these United States birthday, which is 246 years old today. On right now, they're going to talk, not talk about, about politicizing, but I'm expecting it on a state and federal level. And I recommend folks out there don't fall for it because the fact is this. It has nothing to do with your natural right to keep and bear arms. It's a crime, a heinous, violent incident, period. And that is separate on your natural rights. It's guaranteed in, their own, in your own Illinois Constitution. Shall not be infringed. Article 1, to be exact. I believe it's under section, I guess, 27, I'm not so sure, but um, look it up. Everything they try to do now, all the laws in the books pertaining to IDs, fingerprints, all that, is void and without force in a legal contract. With no exceptions. So I'm just like, read the articles on here and a few few sites. And I know, of course, the mainstream garbage media is probably going to climax it. See how many, how many ratings you get. But whatever you do, always pay attention, be vigilant. Many of us have expected something like this to occur. So um, it's this disheartening, disturbing on what ha- was happening. But um, but like I said, remain vigilant from this day forward. Pay attention thoroughly, especially protecting your loved ones, including the innocent children too. So. Um, and of course, I was um, looking at, saw an article from Western Journal and uh, 
the globalist hack herself, globalist scum queen herself, Ilhan Omar got booed at a at a concert. I think it's great. But the fact is, overall, she does uh, suck at her job. And she hates the United States so much. Pack her crap and get the hell out. Remember, she did support, she did co-sponsor H.R. 1111 a few years back. A couple years, let's say a few, yeah, a couple years back. A few years back to be exact. And um, that's, that's the clause in there about having the United Nations taking people's farms away if we get into a civil war revolution. It proves one thing, she's nothing more than a globalist shite bag. Alright? So, you reap what you sow, Miss Omar. You're nothing more than the one world order hack. So, that's how I see it. So, um, of course, a lot of other things are occurring. So, in the other corner, too, other side, I see, I see a few people out there today protesting on Roe v. Wade. You don't have to agree, but I do support their free speech. Like three of them out there. And remember, like I said before, Roe v. Wade was a judicial opinion, not law. Don't like it? Deal with it. And I'm not here to tell people how to live and think like that, but we all got to take responsibility for our actions. Too many folks say, um, to have the courts to get their way and backfired on them. I know I may have repeat myself in the past episodes, but I do apologize for that. But um, yeah, so 246 years old, leaves the United States, seceded from Great Britain. And it's funny when the southern states seceded, separated, they call them traitors. <laughs> I'm like, good grief. Secession is legal, period. And I don't care what Abe Lincoln has to say. And all you Laconian worshippers out there. And, um, hey, that's how I look at a few things. So, um, exercise your inalienable rights, remain vigilant, and enjoy the holiday in the United States. So, um, without further ado, let's just check out. Let's see what they have to say here. And this one came from the Daily Bell. Great stuff. The Daily Bell. Daily Bell says here, Disso, Disso Governance Board back is no poo. Disso Governance Board is back. White House task force to address online harassment and abuse. How you constitute that, right? Wow. Okay, let's see what these clowns have. Let's see what not clowns, but uh, yeah, the clown. Uh, what's your name? Um, Kamala Harris. Yeah, one of the uh, pathetic, dingbat-minded hyenas. Let's see what they have to say here. This information governance board will belly up, went belly up last month. Apparently, the welling authoritarianism was too blatant. And this is written by Ben Barty. All right. Well, censorship agenda certainly didn't go away. Just it changed form. Mega terrorists aren't going to castrate themselves. It's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Meet your BDS, BDSM Dungeon Master. The more incubus sounding White House Task Force. 
to address online harassment and abuse. And there's a video on here. I'm going to look at this when I have a chance. I should have done it. I'm just improvising right now, winging it as we speak. It's essentially the Disinformation Governance Board pig with lipstick, same censorship regime. Same aims to suppress political opposition, same corporate state sponsors. The emotional pondering to justify censorship kicks off at 19.30 with an obscure professional tennis player, cry bully, and self-proclaimed mental health advocate. Her name is irrelevant in this context. What is relevant as her identity as a victim of the appropriate gender and race. She recounts with great melancholy and some somber tones her vague story of online abuse. She's a survivor of literal violence via the internet, she explained, stunning and brave. The gist of her complaint is that people are sometimes meant to her on Twitter. She, enjoy, she doesn't enjoy unpleasantness on social media despite the fact that she's a public figure. She equates unkind words to threats for safety. Obviously, her argo, words must be banned. Ooh, those words hurt me. Oh my goodness. All right. Progressive loneliness, the very embodiment of bravery and stunningness. AOC agrees. Leftist commentator Jimmy Dore wrote back, fuck her, on the internet regarding a political dispute. This was also literal violence. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore's a character, I gotta admit. And uh, it doesn't matter what your beliefs, political differences, but he has fun. And I do respect him for that. And I love it when it says here, and uh, it was AOC says here, and 100%, and to be 100% honest, it was hard during this to be targeted, marred as some sellout enemy of the people over a late technical disagreement over one floor. Also, bummer to see figures excuse comments like F her and F anyone who protects her. That's not tone, that's violence. <laughs> Hello, um, Alexandria. If you love to dish it out, you better learn to receive. That's what's so funny about it. You know what ALC stands for? Another Orwellian kook. All right? I say that ethically. <laughs> I find that funny. I'm sorry. It's just... My old words hurt me. Yeah, so pack your crap and leave. Resign. Tell everyone in Congress I I am I do suck at my job with all due respect. So as I continue, having established a proper victim in narrative, speech that privileged members of society don't like is violent and probably racist and transphobic, albeit as well. Kamala Harris then presents herself. She is an equally melodramic, melodramatic mood as her handlers instructed her to be for the inauguration of the White House Task Force to address online harassment and abuse. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala congratulates the token victim promoting censorship of her, for her stunning bravery. She includes in her affirming comments her weird, overly rehearsed, happy hand, waving to denote nonverbal empathy. This 
unseemly communication strategy was presumably taught her in some PR training program for robots to make them appear more human-like. The combination of Kamala's arm um, flailing and the translator on screen must raise hell for the actual hearing disabled to keep up with all the nonverbal stuff. Then again, the whole spectacle is not really about accommodating the hearing disabled, is it? The performance's virtual signal of a merit of government's inclusiveness. Following Kamala, Attorney General Merrick Garland takes the stage. A top law enforcement official in the United States apparently has nothing better to do than combating fentanyl imports from China or prosecuting Wall Street bankers actively demolishing the economy. From his perch at the lectern, lectern he declares not neoliberal fatwa against the First Amendment, citing concerns over vague threats to the LGBTQ plus 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 copyright community and communities of color. Copyright there, interesting. At 3845, they introduced a diverse surgeon general festoon in his costume attempt to enhance his authority. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I just love the commentary. It's great. Unlike harassment and abuse, he explains among the nonverbal camel arm is a really public health issue. Of course it is. Everything is now biomedical stance public health permanent emergency. Why would online harassment be any different? The experts, there's a quote for that, okay, experts, have deemed it so and assumed authority over everything. Kind of, sort of, means yes. The important questions they won't ask are, why are the people so emotionally fragile that they are required, the government, to soothe their hurt feelings by punishing their ideological opponents for speech. Even if censorship of free expression online was were a laudable goal, where does the government derive the authority to do so? Who will oversee the overseers to ensure they won't abuse their power? None of those questions are addressed even in passing. Instead, they merely announce the stripping of more of Americans' rapidly vanishing rights by undermining fundamental constitutional rights. Their natural rights, by the way. I think Luther Campbell would be laughing his tail off. He's like, huh, well, who's going to be in there in this disinfo board? Jack Thompson? I don't know. Remember that character 30 years ago with the whole two-life crew ordeal, right? No further explanation is required. Who needs legal authority? Did you see that diverse person of color hate crime victim at the beginning? Censorship is an emergency moral issue. Abuse and harassment, obviously, just like hate speech or dangerous speech or any other machination of social justice academics mean whatever the government wants them to mean at any given time. Their definitions are flexible across the context and wholly arbitrary. I, for instance, got kicked off Facebook for merely using a word that rhymes with canny. In jest, I didn't mean it. The term wasn't even directed at any particular individual. Whom did I abuse? Whom did I harass? Facebook never elaborated on the detail. 
at the time, there was no specific prohibition on of that term on the platform, but it didn't matter. When you give a bureaucrat a band hammer, everything becomes a nail. Whatever he, she, non-binary works for the government or a tech corporation, which in practice are increasingly one and the same. The metaphor, the one, one I've used probably a half dozen times is cliche, but I don't care because it's perfect. Social justice activists and the government that uses them to justify their sensitive regimes are Hamas terrorists firing rockets from schools and hospitals. They frame their narratives to straw men, their opponents as evil bigots attacking online safety or human rights or whatever. Any pushback is an attack on protected classes. The White House task force to address online harassment and abuse is yet another cheap trick by political extremists to slip through Orwellian censorship regimes under the auspices of some variation of human rights. Let us reject them and remove them from power. Voila! He's on Substack, by the way, and um, Armageddon Pros, Patreon, Gab, and Twitter. Yes, Mr. Barty. I like it. Very good sense of humor, by the way. Well, the truth of the matter is, folks, why you want to pay attention or comply with individuals that have the qualities of a welling snowflakes? Who the hell cares? If they get offended, so what? Remember, free speech is supposed to protect the minority from the majority. That's what um, James Madison said during the First Amendment of our U.S. Constitution. Nice little debate. Can you blame him? No, he's absolutely correct. This is what they want to do. Shut everything down and have guys like technocratic Ted Doy try to tell people tell others, oh, ban this person, that, ban that person. And you know what's funny? Because he, he's he always talking about the ones about never never again. Ha <laughs> ha! He, he says, let's redo it again. Yeah. He emulates the one he despised. He's just, that man, that clown is just another example. And of course, Kamala Harris, another freedom-hating scum queen herself. You want me to give her merit? or respect because she's vice president, another imposter. So you can flap her arms and talk like a little kid, but her unmerited attributes are the ones I focus on. Judge her by her actions and that's it. And at least one thing I know for sure, individuals like myself don't have to lay my way to get to the top. I earn my respect. That person never did. So you know what? The screw with this disinfo governance is for the meek, unmerited, and to the her conformist. If you get sensitive, if you get if you get your feelings hurt because someone called you out, and you want to complain to the state, you're nothing more than a gutless coward, and you have no authority or no obligation to tell other people how to think, live. Wipe their rear end because you can't do it yourself. It's that simple. I think it's funny. And you know what? Who the hell cares what they think? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to do one more here. And this is from the American Free Press. It's entitled, 
green energy is incredibly dirty. Yeah, let's see what the clowns have to say about that. Let's check it out. Let's see what the AFP staff has to say. In early June, in an effort to meet the so-called clean energy goals, President Joe Biden announced he would impose, not impose tariffs on solar panels imported from China. Biden also said he was invoking the Defense Production Act to stimulate U.S. manufacturing of solar panels and batteries. The decades, for decades, so-called green energy products like solar panels have been labeled cleaner alternatives to other forms of energy. While solar power does produce less air pollution, the truth is the chemicals used to make solar panels are incredibly toxic and have polluted rivers and landfills in key industrial areas in countries like China, where most of them are made. For China, pollution has been a growing problem. Every year, China loses thousands of acres of once arable land to desertification, which is caused by factory farming that destroys the ground. Specifically related to solar energy, one city just outside the industrial hub, Shanghai has been hit hard by the toxic chemicals used in the manufacture of solar panels. In 2011, hundreds of Chinese held violent protests outside a solar panel factory in the city of Haining. The factory was owned by Jinko Sol um, Jinko Jinko um, Solar, a Shanghai-based firm that is listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Painting is located about an hour and a half outside of Shanghai. That year, locals accused Jinko, Jinko Solar of polluting local streams and rivers by dumping chemicals directly into the water to avoid the high cost of disposing of them in environmentally safe ways. Chemi um, chemicals commonly used in the production of solar panels such as cadmium, tellurude, copper, anidium, selenide, can uh, cadmium, gallium, which is um, indesalin, copper, indium, gallium, desalinde, right, this, ooh, hold on here. This selenide, the selenide, okay. Hexlum, fl fluorothane, lead, and polyvinyl fluoride have been blamed for the pollution. These chemicals are highly toxic and carnosogen and were blamed for the widespread fish kills in rivers and streams surrounding the painting factory. In addition, the Chinese environmental activists say dozens of people who live near the factory came down with rare forms of cancer caused by the types of chemicals the factory used. On September 19, 2021, the Chinese government ordered Jinko, so um, Jinko Solar to close its plant in Haining and fine Jinko Solar $74,000. It's very difficult to know exactly what ultimately happened to Jinko Solar's factory following the initial reports of the local protest because the Chinese government quickly tamped down on any news surrounding the company and allegations of pollution. Whatever happened to that one factory, though, the charges of dumping toxic waste didn't hurt Jinko Solar's bottom line. In 2011, when Jinko Solar was fined for pollution, the company brought 
in over $1 billion in profits. Today, according to publicly available information, the company profits top $7 billion annually. Since the factory shut down in 2011, Jinko Solar has not been without controversy. In 2015, in Malaysia, fought, oh, vociferously, object, um, Malaysia, uh, activists in Malaysia vociferously object to the factory. Jinko Solar opened on the northern coast of the town of Batu Kawan. AFP reached out to Huan Shang Goan a former top-level Malaysian official who publicly objected to Jinko Solar Factory in 2015, but Goan did not respond before the newspaper went to press. Despite these issues, Jinko Solar is still the largest manufacturer of solar panels in the world. It now operates a dozen plants in China, the United States, Malaysia, and Vietnam. And that's not all. In 2021, a lengthy report Michael Schellenberger, a writer for Forbes magazine, news and commentary website, detailed even more problems associated with solar panels. Solar panels are declared and break easily, are delicate. Yeah, solar panels are delicate and break easily, wrote Schellenberger, uh, Schellenberger. When they do, they easily become hazardous due, their, due to their heavy metal contents. Much like the uh, um, almost unbelievable amounts of waste produced from plastic, the fact is the cost of society of disposing of all of these solar panels will quickly outweigh any benefit society gets from the so-called clean and green energy they produce, wrote um, Schellenberger. If politicians were honest and added that these hidden costs to the price of green energy, it would quickly balloon far beyond more traditional and cleaner, and means of energy such as natural gas or nuclear power. The fact is, if you believe the volume of pollution that mankind is producing today is making the world unlivable, then the price we will eventually pay for cheap, toxic solar panels flooding the world isn't worth it. We will be trading one problem now for even more if it's not in the not-so-distant future. There is a solution, though. A first step for forestalling disaster wrote researchers for the Harvard Business Review may be for solar panel producers start, to start lobbying for similar legislation in the United States immediately instead of waiting for solar panels start, to start dogging, um, clogging landfills. They seem unlikely since one of the main reasons global corporations go to countries like Malaysia and Vietnam is that they don't have to deal with expensive regulations that ensure they can ha they could they can save a few bucks by dumping waste into streams and rivers or bury them deep in landfills where no one in the industrial countries will see them. A second step would be to admit that the green energy initiatives advanced by politicians in the Western world aren't that clean, as the pr products indeed. For the simple, simply passed on pollution problems to remote third world countries outside the gaze of latte sipping elites in the West. Well, 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 what can we say? Something else. Macro solutions to mega problems. Talk about green energy? Yeah, it's for people who are naive. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, I like to 
support, you know, natural, um, support these alternative stuff, but it's got to benefit humanity as a whole and the environment. But now they want to sell you some crap, but they want to give you the fine print. And I believe you can make these things on a more less toxic. Remember, there's always multiple ways of getting things done. But I don't fall for the hype. I never really cared for the new Green Deal. I did a show on that a while back. Don't let these greenies or these gullible, naive idiots tell you any different. They don't have the merit. They just listen to hype and go, okay, I'll do the same thing. I'll parrot it away. Well, if you're gonna, if you got, if you want to talk about green solutions, have merit. Don't be a parrot. Back and look for facts, including what they're gonna try to sell us. So you know what? <laughs> Everything backfires. So you're better off just still going with fuel, coal, diesel, and all that. And you know what? If we can make it better, great. Because I'm expecting cold fusion energy to be the next thing if everything goes under. So um, there's a lot of stuff on that. And if you can use that for productive means, I say do it. But the fact is this, folks, don't let these control hacks tell you any different. They need us more we need them. And more people waking up than ever before. Taking time, but it is happening. Don't give up on humanity. Get involved by multiple different avenues, with through multiple different avenues, what you believe is best for you. All right, so that will be it. I thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share this throughout your social media network. If you have any questions, comments, or sense on this interesting, or check out whatever you do, please send your correspondence in the form. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes of these articles on my page. If you're going to donate, you go to luckyluck number zero three at protemail.com. If you're going to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash luckyluck number three. If you want to support two sites I was telling you about, Daily Bell, the Daily Bell, and American Free Press, do it. Subscribe, donate, I'll be great. I like to, I enjoy listening, reading their, reading their material. So remember, the mainstream garbage Jews don't want you to think for yourselves. They want to program you. You go, yes, master, I may have another. <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you for your time. But always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. And may your guardian spirits be with you.